Hello, this is Greg Baldwin, but you know me as the voice of Uncle Iroh. You're listening to the epically geeky show. Yeah, this is good. I didn't think too much about the narration. That was all right. And then listening to Expeditionary Force, fell in love with them. But now if I listen to any other book with R.C. Bray in it, I'm like, it's fucking Skippy. There's Skippy right there. Oh, where's Skippy? Oh, my God. Yeah. And it just it's it's screwing up other books. It, I, it's to the point where I can't listen to another book with R.C. Bray. Yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I have the same thing with Jim Dale, who narrates the the North American Harry Potter books, because yeah. he narrated one called The Night Circus, and it had like rave reviews and everything like that. And so I'm listening to him like it's just fucking Dumbledore reading <laughs> his book. <laughs> yeah. Get out of it! Like, You're waiting for him to cast a spell. Something. And then he, <laughs> Dumbledore swears in those books and he talks about sex and stuff. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I'm not wearing any underwear under these robes. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. To the Epic Geeky Show, episode number 161. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, good job, Ray. Uh, tonight's <laughs> opening question is: What movie? Um, what movie do you refuse to go back and watch as an adult because you just know it's not going to hold up? Um, I usually call on you, Ray. Do you have an answer for this one? Because some I of do. the rest of us don't. I do. Okay, what is your answer I, for this one? I am terrified to go watch Flubber again. Oh, Flubber. Yeah. Flubber. Flubber. I love Robin Williams. Flubber. I love Robin Williams. I am terrified to watch mm-hmm. that movie again. Uh, just because I remember it being okay when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That's funny, but I have a feeling it did not hold up. That could be. I don't, I don't. You know what? I bet you it did. You, you're you betting it did? I I haven't seen Flubber in decades. Oh, yeah. Man, I feel old just saying that. But <laughs> it's Robin Williams. Like, fuck, if he can hold up in Mork and Mindy. He can hold up and freaking Flubber. Yeah, but Flubber was not great. Yeah, I remember watching it and not being in love with it. I thought, this is all right. But I know a lot of people like were over the moon with it. And I was just like, okay, that's yeah. not my thing, but that's fine. Dancing Slime. You like Ghostbusters? What the yeah, fuck? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that, that's my pick. That's the one I'm like not really excited to go watch again. Gotcha. Um, I'll jump in here real quick. Um. Time Bandits. I just don't think the special the special effects were not great back then, and I don't think they're going to hold up at all now. Um, I, I, it's one of those movies as a kid you watch it and you're just like, okay, this is a cool idea, and you know it's kind of a weird weird stuff going on or whatever. And I just think as an adult I'm gonna be like, yeah, this was not good. Like, <laughs> so. Um, Oh, it's a 1981 film. Oh, yeah, it's old. It is an oh, old yeah. movie. It was before his time and most of mine. <laughs> I used to watch it on, like, satellite TV kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have a second one now as well, now that you've told me about that one. Oh, what's your second one? Ice Pirates. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I bet that one doesn't hold up either. <laughs> it does not at all. It's Ice Pirates. Oh, it's a terrible movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... I would go back and rewatch those movies if they were done like Mystery Science Theater 3000 style because I think that would be fine. But I think just trying to sit down and like watch the movie, I'd be like, oh man, what? 
it's only been five minutes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Chris, what's your answer to this one? Um, so I took this as movies that my kids would cringe at and be like, I'm sorry, Fair enough. watch this. Uh, so uh, The Nutty Professor, the Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. 99% sure that did not age well. Nope. So that's oh. the one I wouldn't. Because we I'd watched watch it. <laughs> and we watched Shell How recently. And I'm like, oh, we started. Like, no. no, 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 no. Sorry, Jack Black. This did not hold up. <laughs> so yeah, Nutty Professor. Yeah. Um, Shallow How, you, you understand the message they're trying to get across. Yep. However, but it's just not done well at all. <laughs> it's not. And it's very problematic. So that's how yeah. I, so that's how I took yeah. yeah. Um, Sean, do you have an answer for this one? I gotta be honest. I'm too stupid not to like rewatch a movie that I know it's gonna be crap. Like basically every science fiction movie I watch, and that was a lot of them between mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s. Really, I shouldn't be watching again because they're garbage. But I, I will. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've ruined a lot of movies <laughs> that way, but. In fairness, they weren't that good to begin with, so whatever. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. Um, so this month's topic is uh, one that uh, it, it kind of came into my brain organically. Um, actually, on the last episode of the Marginally Geeky Show, we were talking about other things we were reading, and I talked to Ray and Sean, and I brought up that um, I just recently re-listened to um, um, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, that's right, um, and. I was like, there was a, I couldn't listen to it for a couple years there after my my dad passed away, um, but yeah, like it just when I was growing up, it just I didn't understand why it was a horror movie. Like I mean, I I guess I kind of understood, but it just didn't like really hit with me. And now as an adult, it definitely hits different. Um, and then to kind of like pile onto that, I had sent something to the group in our our messenger. Um, it was a thing talking about going back and looking at dirty dancing and how um you know maybe the dad really wasn't that out of line if you really look at it as to what was going on in that movie so um i threw out the idea hey uh why don't we talk about movies that uh, movies tv shows books whatever you want to throw out there that um they hit different as an adult uh we kind of did an episode a little bit like this almost two years ago actually uh where we talked about how things might seem more plausible after going through covid um but that was mainly focused on like uh sci-fi and horror tropes like you know could zombies actually happen after the way we handled covid absolutely yeah. uh I just, yeah so this is different enough i made dead flesh so you know I don't, I yeah <laughs> uh so with that being said um tell you what i'll go first just because i've already i already brought up mine so the first one that i i had to bring up was pet cemetery um for those of you who have not seen or, or heard or read this, uh, it has been around since like the eighties. There's actually, if you listen to the audiobook version, Stephen King talks about how this was the book. He felt like he went too far and, uh, yeah, literally he was like, this is too dark. This is too far. And, uh, he had to finish up a book deal and was, his wife was like, no, it is a good book. It is super dark, but it is a good book. You need to put it out there. So he did. and was just kind of like, well, this finishment was in my contract, whatever. And then it became really, you know, 
it blew up or whatever for him. But yeah, he's he always thought this was the one that went too far. Um, so in the book, there's a family that moves into this uh, North um, North England area. Um, New and, England. Uh, do what? New England. Yeah, somewhere up there. I think it's New England. <laughs> anyway, um, they uh, they move into this house. There's a busy street literally right in front of it. There's an old man that lives across the street, and he tells them that you know be careful because you know trucks and stuff will has used up as the term he says a lot of animals or whatever and in the course of the book he found you know the the old man introduces him to way back in the woods there's a place called the pet cemetery and out past it you go and it's a mysterious area and if you bury your dead animals back there they will come back to life but they're not they're not right um he's like only one animal i ever knew came back that was like got mean or whatever it was a bull someone had pulled a bull up there and it came back and got mean but otherwise like they just don't come back right um like they're kind of lifeless like they they're cold when you touch them they're just you can't walk right they're not they're not all there and in the course of the book his little boy gets hit by a truck and uh at one point the cat gets killed he takes the cat up there it's his little girl's cat brings the cat back cat's not right um but his little boy gets hit by a truck and he just kind of loses his mind and is like i can't live without him so he takes him up there and when he comes back he is possessed and he kills the next door neighbor he ends up killing his mother and um he's confronted with the little boy and uh ends up killing him and then is like well it was too long and he ends up taking his wife up there, and that's how the book ends as she comes back as well. Yeah. Dude, um, I actually haven't read the book, and you just spoiled the whole <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Sorry Fucker. I spoiled a 30 or was it 40-year-old book now. Uh, I've been um, too scared to watch it Yeah. now. Uh, apparently, they changed up some stuff in the new version of the movie, so actually you could watch it and you'd still be okay. But anyway, um, watching this as you know a teenager, someone in their early 20s or whatever, I'm just like, it's a six-year-old boy. Like, kicking down a flight of stairs like he's not he literally he didn't have a gun he literally was like coming after him with with his um with his uh uh, his 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 knife and i'm just like this is not that difficult to get rid of like it's not a it's not a velociraptor it's (laughs) not it's not like a super fast demon or whatever it's literally a little boy that even can't like run or walk correctly because he's kind of messed up and i'm just like I don't understand why this is that scary. And then you become an adult and you have children. And then that's when it's like, oh, no, I understand the horror to this book. Because the idea of, of number one, like losing your sanity to the point that you would even do this. And then seeing what kind of a monster came back, like, because it kind of plays on the whole idea of, you know, if there were zombies or whatever, and your wife, or your kids get bitten, are you going to be able to pull the trigger? And, you know, you tell yourself, yes, because they're not them anymore. It's just a it's a shell that looks like them, but it's not really them. But, yes, I understand the horror to this book now. So this is one of those things that um, if you're a Stephen King fan and you're like me and you're just like, eh, it doesn't really seem like it's that scary of a book. He's definitely done scarier stuff. Uh, wait till you have kids and then read it. And then it's a whole different ball game. Let me tell you. Um, Ray, would you like to go next? Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with a movie that uh, I think Children's Aid would have been called immediately. Uh, Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, how the Explain. F- 
Well, you, you, you. <laughs> Tom Selleck comes home and there's a baby on the doorstep and a note. And first of all, DNA test. Second of all, <laughs> uh, this predates uh, DNA. What's that? That predates DNA. Oh, still, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Children's Aid would have been called. The police would have been called. I'm mean, like, what the fuck's going on? And I don't care. My buddy's da- over in Turkey, <laughs> some film. I'm like, well, what is going? Why is it? Why am I taking care of a baby that like nobody's? I don't know what the fuck's going on. So yeah, no, I'm. That that's a very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that being an adult or just just how times have changed? Uh, both. Both? Okay. <laughs> Fair both. enough. Because um, back then it was just funny. And then now it's like, holy shit, like these guys are going through the exhaustion. I, I thought it was like, oh, they're just playing it like that's funny. And I'm like, no, 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 that's exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I get it. <laughs> I thought, well, it's really mean of the guys when, when – uh, Ted Danson, or Danson, yeah, mm-hmm. when he shows up finally, and they're like, they leave him, and they're like, I'm like, wouldn't they, wouldn't they at least tell him how to do it and like show him? Oh no, if I get stuck with a baby, fuck that motherfucker, he is figuring it out for himself too, because yep, he just went through it, so you can too, motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> uh, Chris, what's your first one? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. First watched it as a kid, I'm like, God, oh, their mom is so mean. She's such a killjoy. It'd be awesome to have a dad who's that fun. And then you watch it now, and you're like, first of all, Sally feels right. <laughs> she's right about everything. She's, she's that whole family is riding on her shoulders. She does everything. They don't. Nobody listens to her. They make her the villain. She's married to a grown child, and then the whole cosplay thing of being in yeah it just gets really bizarre and it's just like yeah no yeah. i would be sally field be like i can't do this anymore you're a child and everything i what you're mine and look what you did to the house the house it's the house that was that was, i i like i'm a very organized tidy person and if i walked in and there was a fucking pony in my house <laughs> likely i would lose it everybody'd be grounded everybody like, no, no. So have your kids seen it? Yes. So what did they think? Oh, they think, well, they haven't seen it in a while. I think they thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I don't, they haven't seen it in a few years. They don't and, and, and like, don't get me wrong. When I say like this movie and, and with men, three minute baby, I still watch it. I'm oh still yeah. Enjoy they're it. still funny. But right. Still enjoy look it. At it but yeah, you do see it from a different perspective. So. Like with no, three minute baby, I'm like, well, I don't understand what the big deal with Tom Selleck is. I do now. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Sean, what's your first movie? Um, actually, I'm gonna go with a television series, Batman okay. the Animated Series. Okay. For uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Made me think about it. Uh, who's also my pan for this week? I'm jumping ahead, but. Uh, no, I loved the series as a kid. Used to love watching it, but it was it was more about the action, and I loved the animation a lot. I saw I have the Blu-ray now, and watching it as an adult, mm-hmm. it's like there's so much more to it. Yeah, there's so many more levels than when I was a kid. 
And yeah, that's it's different, but it's a good different. Yes. I've gone back to watch. I should go back and watch it. It's um oh, like I know I do know the controversy when I was a kid about it. There was a lot of talk about it because there was too much adult themes. Mm-hmm. Which, as a kid, is like, whatever, I, this is a cool show. They better keep it up. But now, watching as an adult, I'm like, Frank, I love my kids watching this. It, it Everything is true in it. It's like it, it prepares them for adult situations in a cartoon form. It's awesome. Okay. So, no, I totally agree. We, my, my boys and I have watched some episodes. We haven't gone through, like, a ton of them or whatever. I was kind of cherry-picking. Um, you almost have to. Because um, that's the other thing is like the way it's depending on where you're watching it, like some of the episodes like Robin shows up, but then other episodes like he doesn't exist yet. And I'm just like, yeah. what is going on here? But um, yeah, I was picking episodes specifically where like some of the bigger villains come in or whatever, just so that they have an idea. They know who the penguin is and, and the Joker, of yeah. course, and Mr. Freeze and stuff. Mr. Freeze is still oh, he is still, his voice. The way he's rep- he's done is just fantastic. And it, looking at the series, the animated series, pretty much every villain that is in Batman is not really a villain. If you look at them, especially as an adult, mm-hmm. and get into their mindset and understand them, they're like, they they were created by society. They're doing exactly what they should be doing. This is how I would react if I were in the same situation. And it's it's crazy to watch this stuff as an adult. It there's so much depth to it. And Kevin Conroy, you know, he is Batman. He Adam West, sorry, I know you were the first one on television. No. Michael Keaton, favorite movie Batman, still no second to Kevin Conroy. Yeah, no, the uh yeah. So we will definitely get to that conversation here at the end of the evening. So um yeah. Uh, but no, it is a fantastic series to go back and watch. So, uh, the second one I'm going to bring up is actually the, the, the picture that I sent out. I actually do not care for dirty dancing at all. Um, number one, it's not really a guy movie. It's more of a chick flick. Number two, being in college, it was on repeat constantly. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm so done with this movie, but Christy still loves it to this day. Um, but the picture that I posted, Basically was like, uh, yeah, baby's dad was not really in the wrong. Like, she's a freaking 18-year-old girl who's trying to date a guy. I think she's 16. 16. 16. I'm sorry. She's a 16-year-old girl who's wanting to date a guy. who It says look 40, and I'm like, no, he doesn't look 40. Now, granted, he was in his 30s when he filmed this, but he does not look 40. The dude is a good-looking dude. Mm -hmm. But he has... He has anger issues. He clearly blows up and it's like, no, I don't want you running around with this guy. Like, you know, I, I don't have a daughter. Um, but even I, I very clearly would be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, it's the top of my list, but I figure I'd give it to you, Eugene. But yeah, it sucked back then. It sucks right now, but sucks for different reasons. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, my sister loved that movie, and yeah, I was subjected to it mm-hmm. all growing up, and I'm like, oh my god, can this tape not be destroyed? I know, right? It was so horrible. <laughs> but yeah, watch, well, not that I, I haven't seen it in 30 years, because there's no fucking chance. But like, I can still remember, it's burned into my brain, and uh, totally, 
as an adult, yeah, I'm signed with a dad. Yeah. And that was a kick to his career, man. Like he was better in law and order. <laughs> oh my God. I liked him in Beauty and the Beast. He was in Beauty and the Beast? He was Lumiere. Wasn't that sure. the dad? Yeah. Wasn't no it? way. I'm looking that up right now. All right. We'll check that out. <laughs> All right, Ray, what's your next one? Uh, I'm going to go with Mary Poppins because the dad's story in that mm-hmm. just, yeah, it hit a lot different being a dad and being like, listen, I'm just trying to just trying to freaking provide for the family, do, do what I can do the best I can. And I'm getting shit on at work and I'm coming home and I'm just trying to do what I can and then yeah. and realize that. Yeah, Chris is right by the way. I'm right. Wow, I'm okay. looking at that. Yep. Holy crap. I'm like, Kudos. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I didn't like Beauty and the Beast either. So, <laughs> so yeah, when, when he finally comes around and, and he sees his son and what they do to his son and. It's like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, I'm done. And he's done with the establishment. And he kind of, like, turns his heel on them. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, that hit harder as a father because you'd see him struggling and doing all those things. And, yeah. Good deal. Uh, yeah, that one didn't – I've seen that one come up in some lists online, but I was like I – didn't, I didn't get a chance to really look at it. I just I was like, okay. So, yeah. uh, Chris? Uh, so I broke it down. So I did a movie, a book, and a TV show. So my book is apparently I'm in a very surly mood. Uh, Curious George, mostly because that monkey <laughs> fucker, and the cat needs to ship him off to a zoo. His life would be a lot less stressful, and all it does is remind me of Ross and Marcel. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just kidding. <laughs> Why would you do that? No, this is his monkey. Why do you have a monkey, first of all? The monkey needs to get fixed. The monkey needs to get fixed instead of a zoo. Like, this is ridiculous. Or studied in science because he's too smart. Like, somebody needs to take apart this monkey. Yes. You just made me think of another one to put on my list. We're not sure where the guys are right now, so. Also, I was watching Dirty Dancing when I was younger. Uh Uh-huh. Because Patrick Swayze is so much older, I was just like, okay, but why would he go for baby? This is the hard – I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. What was the thing? Because it just – I didn't like baby's character. I didn't like her sisters either. I didn't like – I didn't like a lot of them. I didn't like the way they were written. But it was just like I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't like – he's like really good looking. And then baby? Really? That's what I thought too, and I still think that to this day. I still think that too, and I don't know. Like she's so. I mean, it's it's not like she's like this wonderful personality that's just like super awesome or anything. It's like she's a board with a nose. Like seriously, that great looking. (laughs) Her personality is watermelon. She brought watermelon. Like that's kind of their direction, and 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 somewhere in his mind, he's like, yeah, that's you and me. (laughs) That was clearly a casting thing. That was, and then when he's trying to like, she explained to her why he's with her, and I'm like, I don't believe any of this. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Sean, what's your next one? Um. Okay, so Dirty Dancing's done. Batman's done. Pepe Le Pew. 
I used to love watching Pepe Le Pew, just like perseverance, little engine that could. And now watching as an adult, I'm like, nope, dude, no means no. Yes, yeah. I got a daughter, dude. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I admire your perseverance, but I'm still kicking you in the nuts. Yeah. 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 I and you know what? I sadly, I still watch it. Like, you know, what my favorite part of Pepe Le Pew was though. Mm. It was when the when the role was reversed. Oh, when she, when the cat, the cat got. Oh yeah, that was. because it's like that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> the sad bit is like that's where I learned all my French. Like I took French for ten years, and all I know is ah 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 wee wee. But and my dating tips too, and it oh, did yeah. eventually work with Deb, but <laughs> took a while. <laughs> Perseverance, baby. There you go. <laughs> Uh, he's not on tonight, but at, uh, ask Joseph about it. Like, because <laughs> Lainey was at first was like, eh. That should go in your speech. There you go. <laughs> I, I almost put it in there, but I've got some other stuff I'm going with. So, um, my speech. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, my next one is um, Saved by the Bell. You know, you're growing up. Uh, no, in that high just school, sucked always. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, yeah, there's the geek, and there's the, the really cool guy. His name's Zach Morris. And he's awesome. He's got a phone, and you know he gets to date the really hot chick. And you watch it as an adult, and you're like, dude, you are a jerk. Like you are an asshole. Um, and there's lots of different things that you can listen to. Like even, even if you don't want to go on the whole premise of you know, uh, the, the, ep- you probably don't remember this episode specifically. I don't know why this one just came to mind. The one where him and Lisa kiss and, yeah. uh, uh, Screech sees it and of course is totally like bummed out or whatever about it. And I'm just like, yes, you know, they had the little explanation at the end that, you know, she's her own person. She can be with whoever she wants. Dude, the bro code period. It's not like you had in. It's not like Screech never said anything about liking her, and you went, Mm-mm, "Sorry, dude, you done fucked up." And that's that's like one of the minor things. Let's, if we even start talking, <laughs> if we even start talking about bullshit like just the way he like constantly hounded, you know, Kelly or or, or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, like I think there's an entire website <laughs> that's like dedicated to. Dude, this I'm gonna say it's something like Zach Morris is a jerk dot com or something like that. Oh yeah, there's a few. Like, yeah, uh, but I'm pretty yeah, sure like, I'm wise before my time because I hated that show even when it was on. Like when I, I loved it when I was a kid. Well, like, no. I'm trying to watch it now. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. What high school is gonna be like, and I got there and I was like, what the fuck? This is not Saved by the Bell has lied. To oh me. yeah. That was totally. so oh, man. I had so much more fun in high school than they did. <laughs> I. Did. I, I mean, it was horrible. Uh, my experience did suck. This is the only good thing that came out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray, what's your next one? Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. She fell in love with the guy's voice on the radio, sent him a letter, fucked up her entire life, her fiance and everything, and he rightfully wrote off everybody that sent in letters and then all of a sudden goes up the top of the tower of the the empire state building and be like that's the one for me like seriously uh, no i don't think so it's a reality tv show mm-hmm. it's yeah, I never, 
she's she's obsessed with a guy she doesn't know. It's a parasocial. <laughs> you know, that was that's how Deb and I met. <laughs> it, there's reality in there. I, what, I actually never saw the movie. I don't so. know. Just, <laughs> I'd be creeped out by somebody that obsessed of just hearing me on the radio once. Yeah. I was well, more Joe way, versus yeah. the volcano kind of guy. I, I I stopped there and that was enough for Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, that's uh when you put it that way, when you when you when you write it out that way, it's like uh yeah, that's a little creepy. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, you had another one? Yeah, uh, I only have one more. Uh so the TV show is Scooby Doo. <laughs> so as a parent, just as a parent alone. <laughs> Like Shaggy and Scooby are potheads. Somebody needs to talk to them about that. Um, and why are these kids running around town intervening with criminals? Where are their parents? <laughs> I can anybody call the police? Why are all these kids just solving all these crimes? And maybe these adults just wanted to be left alone and these kids keep bugging them. You know, I don't know. I just, they're just annoying. <laughs> And, and I, I think the cops are completely inco- like they are, is incompetent. It, is it the Springfield police? I know, right? <laughs> Watching Baywatch, you know, like no lifeguard has that amount of authority. Why, you know, same thing. <laughs> it's like Dewey from like scary movie. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sean, what's your next one? All right. Like I said, I did this thinking like five minutes before the show, which is really, really bad. But the first thing that came to my mind is a movie that I would still watch, but probably by myself. Mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles. <laughs> I Sorry, I and I'm not going to feel guilty for loving this movie because I grew up with it. I love no, it. Absolutely, yeah, but no, I would have a really hard time. Letting my kids watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, it's, I'm not gonna let my kids watch it. If they want to watch it, sure, they can sit next to me. But I'd have a hard time justifying the amount of laughter that I would be producing. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I grew, and it's not an excuse, but I grew up in a different age. And really, if you watch the movie, it's making fun of white people. Yeah, it is constantly. Yeah, it is. They're freaking morons in the whole movie, and I love it. It's so funny. Mel Brooks is a god of movie making, but man, there's some stuff in there that I'm like, I can't explain it. I'm sorry, this is bad. Yeah. So yeah, Blazing Saddles made the list. No, I totally get that one too. Uh, there's quite a bit of his filmography honestly at least there's parts I've got, in there I've got his whole thing on Blu-ray and I'm like the only things I think the kids have seen with me is uh, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights oh god because so I can't Funny. like yeah Deb and I are like walking around singing we're men we're men in tights 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 kind of thing <laughs> like, but out of all, like I thought oh man I'm going to be able to like get the kids caught up in comedy classics. And I'm like looking through the list. I'm like, mm, no, mm, no, mm, shit. No, this would be a good one, but yeah. no, let's watch Robin Hood. 
Yeah, see, my boys are wanting to watch uh, Spaceballs, and I'm like, oh, all right. Okay, we did watch Spaceballs. We're gonna have to I explain a few drunk. things here and there, but uh, yeah. okay. Like Schwartz is a metaphor for something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they already they already get dick jokes. So. Uh. Oh yeah. I love Dark Helmet. I gotta get a t-shirt with him on it. Like, I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yes. That's like a perfect icebreaker in a urinal. <laughs> I, I I want there. You do that in a bar. I've done that. It does strike up a conversation. Oh, I bet it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want there to be a Spaceballs 3 so bad. Yes, the search for yeah. 2. I want yep. it so bad. Anyway. Oh, it'd be so good. But, yeah, I think we're we're past that. I don't think we're ever going to see a Spaceballs movie. But, yeah. man, it is classic. Um, My next one is something that was never a favorite of mine growing up, but definitely one of those things that you just watch it as a kid, and you're just like, okay, this is a fun story. I'm going to keep watching this. Home Alone. Um, yeah, my biggest thing out of that from an adult perspective, like going back and watching it. Yes, I can see counts were done. There were enough heads there. I understand. But you should have noticed before you got on the damn plane. Oh, but yeah. let's let's put all of that aside. I'm not even talking about the the parenting done by, you know, his parents. What the hell did his dad do? Yes. Oh yeah, that's a big thing. Holy and hell! That house. Parents. The fact that he was paying for all of this extended family to go on a. I'm just like. To Paris. Drugs. You were doing. You were selling drugs, or something oh, he, like. He was part of the mob for sure. Had to. Have and been. Uh, it's a little. It, it it puts it into a little bit of different perspective. He was an organized crime. So then, like the two criminals that were hit in the house. Almost wish there was like a little remark of that where, <laughs> hey, this looks like uh, somebody else's. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Johnny's house. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe he's their lawyer. Maybe he's the yeah. lawyer. Something. There you go. He, he, yep. he bought 15 fuck. plane tickets to fucking Paris. Mm-hmm. First time. At, at Christmas time. Christmas yeah. time. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, home alone. Little bulkhead and needs to be grounded. Yep. He's a little bugger. Yep. Smart. Super smart, but a bugger. Yep. Ray, what's your next one? The parent trap. Okay. You split twins up and don't tell them that they're twins and pretend to raise them as... Yeah, that's kind of a bullshit thing. (laughs) That's got Jerry Springer written all over it. Yeah, it does. (laughs) <laughs> scary jerry is this like some sort of science experiment like you as parents how the fuck could you decide to do that it worked with arnold and danny devito though true yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently the sequel triplets is not being made anymore yeah i read that too yeah eddie Which murphy is... the third brother <laughs> yep as much as i want to see that that's probably a good thing yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Chris, you said you didn't have any more. Yeah, I'm all done. Well, that one. No, you go ahead, babe. Uh, I'm gonna go with a song. Okay. Cats in the Cradle. Oh. By uh, what is it? Harry Chapman. Yeah. Cha- Chapman. That does a different. Yeah. Man, yeah. Like, I grew up listening to it, and like, yeah, that's a sad song, whatever. And then yeah, like. 
it was on the radio the other day and I like listened to their lyrics and I'm like, oh fuck. Cause like my kids are, I took Patrick to like check out colleges last weekend. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, I'm at that point. I'm like, oh my, it hits you so much harder. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Works the other way too, especially if your dad's not here anymore. You're just like, oh damn. Yeah. yeah. I fortunately I haven't got that yet, but yeah. I totally hear you. Yeah, no, totally. That song definitely. Uh, it should be banned. Fuck. They should <laughs> know, take right? that song. Like done. Never existed. Yeah. It's making me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next one is also another holiday one. Uh, Christmas Vacation. <gasps> I love this movie. I still love this movie. This movie is still one of the best movies ever. And actually, the the way that it hits different as an adult is why this is and will always be a classic. Mm-hmm. And it's because as you get older, and I, 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 I totally get Clark for this, yeah. is that I want to have my family together. I want to have the big Christmas family. I want to have the parents here and I want to have the kids here and I want to have the, the, do the traditions. And, you know, as a dad, you, you hit that point at some point and you're just like, and I want it to be, and it's going to be great. And we're going to have everyone here and everything just goes to shit. And you're just like, the fuck do I do? And when his dad takes him aside and he's just like, just have, <laughs> have a drink. drink. <laughs> yeah. Have a drink, son. This is, this is what being a dad is. And it's just like, that hits hard because it's just like, oh no, I I totally get that. Um, but the comedy is just, oh. oh my and God. you know what? One thing is universal in that movie, no matter what your age is, is Mary. <laughs> oh come on, Mary. <laughs> Ray gets it. Okay. You're gonna have to rewatch the movie. Well, there. <laughs> Oh, it was so worth it. Chris's face. For those people just listening, oh man, Chris's face was perfect. Yeah. Um I was gonna say the the scene that hits better now, because I understand it more, uh-huh. When he gets his bonus. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Fuck. Yes. Yeah, really. Yeah. I'd be I'd be livid. <laughs> The scene that one of the scenes that's just my absolute one of my absolute favorites is when they're all sitting around and it's right as the grandparents come and the doorbell ding oh. dong oh. ding dong and it's just like the dread and I'm just like I can I can feel it <laughs> I can just didn't feel that it. thirty seconds ago say you wanted to have like the whole thing uh-huh. it, <laughs> no it's great and then you get, and then you realize like it starts clicking it's just like what are they what's coming. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's oh, here together? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, all right, Ray, what's your next one? Uh, I'm gonna go with my best friend's wedding. Man, what the fuck is she doing? Yes, absolutely. Christy had that on not too long ago, and I'm sitting there just kind of like I was doing. I think I was doing something on my laptop, and I keep kind of paying attention. And I'll go back, and I keep paying attention. I'm just like. God, she's a real bitch in this movie. Like, what are you doing? You are trying to break up because you didn't like. No, mm-hmm. no, you can't say I ever saw that movie. No, you're not. Is it a rom com? Yes, it is. She spends the whole movie. She's best friends with this dude. He finds someone, and then she decides, you know what? I think I'm in love with him. I'm going to try to ruin everything. 
Uh, yeah, that's a dick move. Yeah, total dick move. Got it. Now, there are some great scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I still uh, laugh. I like at, how it ended. I like how it ended. Yeah. And, and uh, the guy that plays uh, her her friend, the gay guy. Um, the yeah. Great. Like, Robert, I can't yeah. Remember his last name. Anyway, all those parts were really good. Yeah. But yeah, the premise of the story was like, oh no, that that stuff, that's not good. We did a best, uh, my best friend's wedding pact when we yeah. met. Yeah. That's how we, that's how we met. Okay. <laughs> that's not how we met. We met the same year. We met the same year it came out, yes. and then decided that night that if we hadn't gotten married, what was it by the time? Yeah, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. We we're gonna marry each other. So. Yep. I had that with someone too, but I can't remember who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that one didn't work out. Doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> I had it with... No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sean, did you have any more? Um, I had a couple more. Uh, All right. Mask, the cartoon. Okay. And, yeah, I got it on DVD. I, I love this cartoon as a kid. Uh-huh. And I got like three episodes in, and I was ready to shoot myself. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell did I see in this? Like... They they've reused so much footage in the first three fucking episodes, uh-huh. and yeah. the stories are so horrible. And the dad, oh my god, like, oh your son's in mortal danger. Oh no, we better go rescue him. Like, there's no emotion. Oh my god, what the fuck? And I have no idea what I saw in the show. Actually, I do. It was a key, a doorway to like cool toys. Uh-huh. But, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm. I bought a DVD set, complete series, three uh-huh. episodes in. I'm like, I can't watch anymore. <laughs> I like. I tried subjecting my kids to it. Like, uh-huh. hey guys, this is so cool. You gotta watch it with me. It's from my childhood, and I'm so glad they didn't take me up on the offer. Cause, nice. Oh, not really. <laughs> it was horrible. So. Yeah, I I miss the toys, but apparently I don't miss oh, the cartoon. Yeah, that was that's one of those ones that you know everyone's like, oh well, you know the the cartoons in the '80s were just a 30 minute, you know, uh, toy advertisement commercial. for the for the toy or whatever. And it's like, and no, a lot of them, of them were not. They they had depth. Some of them had depth. Some of them had yeah. character development. That was not one of them. This one <laughs> did not. This one was pretty horrible. Yeah. So. Um, my next one actually, I was already in adult space when this one came out, but I just, um, it also, it also hits differently now within the last few years. Um, that's up. Um, oh, when that movie yeah. came out, Christy and I were literally doing infertility treatments to see if we could have children. And that opening scene was just like, I was in tears in the theater and I'm going, why am I, I know why I'm crying so hard at this movie. Oh my God. And there's like three lines of dialogue. That's what cemented to me that, that freaking Pixar was like one of the best movie producers ever. Um, But yeah, now watching it as, you know, a little later on, like, you know, you see, you understand Carl's, uh, you know, you've been married for a while. You understand why Carl is the way he is. Like, he's just, yep. What's the point? And, you know, especially some of the stuff going on, like with Chrissy's grandparents, it's like, yeah, I, I, I get it. Like, it definitely hits hits harder. I still love that movie. It's still got so much fun stuff in it. Doug is one of the best characters ever, uh, just because that is exactly how a, a dog would act if it could talk. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that, that movie, that movie 
hit me then and hits me even a little differently as I've gotten a little older. But God, that is a, is a fantastic movie. Yep. So, yeah, um, I cried with the opening scene. My yeah. nana had just died. I think like oh man, four. Uh-huh. And my parents have been together since I think she was eighteen when they got married. So when I saw that, I'm just like, oh my god, it's so horrible. <laughs> Yeah. Awful. Oh, and yeah. still, it just, yeah, it hits me. It's a beautiful opening. It's so beautiful, though. That's why but, it's so yeah. good. Makes yep. you cry. Totally agree. Ray, what's your next one? I'm going to do three because it's all for a very similar reason. Okay. Never Been Kissed, 17 Again, and Big. You've got okay. people that are different ages doing stuff that they shouldn't be with people that are different ages. <laughs> very true. Yeah. 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 You go back uh, and you look at some of that stuff. You're just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I only watch big, but I get from the titles what's going on, and yeah, I could, I could totally get that. Listen, I still love, I, I enjoy the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we, we watch, watch it. It, it, it's a, it. Logan really, it. Logan really likes Seventeen again. Yeah. Logan loves Seventeen again. Yeah. There's some cringy moments in that. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then the other one, uh, never been kissed. Yeah, she's pretending to be a teen, and the teacher's falling for her. Oh, isn't that ha- uh, Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's, you know, just and, and yeah, and then, but then the her brother also comes back and is having the time of his life with a bunch of teenage girls. It's like this is not good. Yeah, right. A sixteen-year-old to prom when he's twenty-three. Yeah, like, dude, no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's no bueno. <laughs> um, Sean, you have another one? I think I got. Yeah, I got one. Uh, oh, the song "Boom Boom Boom Boom" by Venga Boys. Okay, <laughs> you know, I. I was a teen, early 20s when this hit the fan and to the clubs all the time. To me, as a teen, it was like all about, oh, yeah, this is like happy, sexy time. Mm -hmm. But now when I listen to it, I'm like, I remember those days. I miss those days. Now I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And they still play that song a lot because it's a club song. Yeah. Like, and that's, oh, it's weird. Like how the club songs in my day are still around. That's, that's crazy shit. Cause that's, yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, when I hear them on the radio and I'm like, I remember when I used to stay up till 11 o'clock so I could go to the clubs. Now I'm like, I've been asleep for three hours already. Yeah, going at 11, you're still early. Yeah, you're early. I know. Well, no, because you like had to hit Tim Hortons before all the good donuts were gone. But yeah, oh man, nice. those were the days. <laughs> you got to get the maple dip. Yeah. Oh, I oh, dude, I used to work at Tim Hortons. Like, I chose the night shifts because drunk people tip the best. <laughs> nice. Yes, they do. They do. Um, my next two. Uh, I will do separately, but it's kind of for the same reasons. Um, who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. <laughs> um, 
yeah, the amount of sex jokes in it is just like this was a Disney movie. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. you just look at Jessica Rabbit and it's just yeah. like, okay, I obviously know. that, but just like, oh, what pixels? So what were y'all? What were y'all doing? Y'all were playing patty cake, and what sound does that make? Oh my! I, like you know, as a kid, yeah. you're just like, okay, patty cake, whatever. That's kind of wasn't weird. the and dude then as like adult, super you're just old? Like, yeah. What? He was like super old playing patty cake with Jessica. Like she could do better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that movie just—it's it, still a fantastic movie. It's just—it's oh my god! It's just you watch it, and the whole time I'm just kind of like. Looking and then I'm looking at my boys to see if they react. I'm like, good, they didn't understand that. <laughs> um, uh, I, I I haven't even downloaded that one. Is, is it on Disney or something like that? The frame Roger so. Rabbit. I'll have to double check. I don't know, but I I, I do love it. Like it's I'll still watch it. Mm-hmm. I loved it, but I oh there they go. There's the answer to the first question. I don't know if I could watch that one again because I don't know if it'd hold up. <laughs> it, I have great it, memories it, of it. Yeah, even more now. Yeah. It does. Oh, maybe. Like, oh, Hoskins is just yeah, Hoskins fantastic a, in that movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Hoskins was the the real characters in that movie were fan freaking tastic. Yeah. According to my memory. Now, my yeah. memory isn't very good anymore, so uh, I don't want to ruin it. So <laughs> it is on Disney Plus. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, uh, well. uh, Fuck, you're killing me. <laughs> Other suggested <laughs> movies, Turner Hooch, Sister Act. <laughs> oh, oh man. The Sister Act was one of the ones we had on VA, VHS. Uh-huh. Do our listeners know what VHS is? Or are oh, they I'm that sure, old? I'm sure our <laughs> listeners are already. Right. Our, <laughs> listener, our listeners definitely do. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. And Zers. <laughs> no, we're too old for that group. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Ray, what's your next one? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um, TV show Roseanne. Uh, I enjoyed it as a kid, mm-hmm. and watching it again is like you really see the struggles that that family went through, mm-hmm. and yeah, a little yeah. different afterwards. And for them to to still be a family uh, after all that struggle is is nice. It's it yeah, it's just different. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I, uh, Sean, do you have another one? All right, I got one more, and this was like just off the top of my head. Uh-huh. I used to love the books, Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. Okay, the books, not the TV series. Okay. Okay, because, you know, Michael Landon and all that, whatever. But uh, I recently just tried listening to the books again on mm-hmm. Audible. Very trying to recapture some of my childhood and stuff like that. Oh my god, they're so horrible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I don't know what I saw them when I was a kid, but whatever it was, I can't remember. And yeah, I think I got like 20 minutes in. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I like wasted credits on this. I'm trying to get them back because it's just, just not for- doing it for me. <laughs> Gotcha. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, my next one is, like I said, same reasoning for my last pick, but goes right along with what Ray was saying, uh, because it's a TV show, The Golden Girls. Um, oh, I love The Golden Girls. <laughs> the sex jokes that they got away with on, uh, on 
TV, I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, that was a that was a hilarious joke. I cannot believe they aired that, but they did. Oh, yeah. um, of See, course, I as never, a kid, you just kind of goes, you know, just. I never you're... watched the Golden Girls as a kid. Like, oh, that was oh, one oh thing I watched I it with didn't... like my mom and like my grandma. No, and, yeah. I didn't. I watched them as an adult like last year, and I like oh, binge watched the whole. Oh freaking... yeah, because it's fantastic. The oh yeah. The humor is so the, the I watched it and laughed because of the jokes. The put downs and stuff were hilarious. The but yep. the sex jokes they had on there were just like, oh my god, that is so fucking funny. <laughs> you know what makes that series even better if you watch it again? Mm. Just imagine Ryan Reynolds in the audience. Oh, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah, like, he was a huge it, fan of them. Yeah, oh, like okay. I could just see him on the side, like clapping, like you know, it was it? It was Deadpool. He had, mm-hmm. he was wearing a shirt of B. Oh, Arthur. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he paid out of his own pocket to be I able to. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a huge fan. But yeah, just picture Ryan Reynolds in the side audience, like in the center, just yep. standing up and clapping during the jokes. Oh my God, it's even better. And just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that show that show is fantastic. Go back and rewatch. Uh, do you have any more, Ray? Uh yeah, I've got I can do two more. Okay. Uh, old Yeller. I can, I had a hard time watching that as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> same. Sure, but now like watch I couldn't imagine watching my 16-year-old. Have, all right, here's the shotgun, go kill the dog. Yeah. <laughs> they were tougher back then. What? 16 was middle age. <laughs> <laughs> They were tougher. I just don't think they had a choice. Uh, yeah, that was uh, a. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. It could have been show worse. that one to the boys. They like, could have like I, handed him a knife and told him to take care of the dog. <laughs> well, okay. So the reason why it came back into memory was because Chris and Chris was well. Chris and I were both watching. Um, oh, uh, Turner and Hooch. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't remember. I had to leave for some reason, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Logan. <laughs> oh, Logan was sitting on the couch and she wasn't paying attention. She had her AirPods in. And she ben, the last 15 minutes of the movie, she decides to start watching. Oh, nice. <laughs> getting progressively worse and she's looking at her, but she's like, just stop, that. just stop. That. Wait a minute, it's a dog And I'm trying to tell him, like, wait, buddy, no, wait, buddy. No, it's going to be it's okay. okay. It's, it's okay. okay. And she did not give the two puppies? shits about the puppies. Nope. Couldn't care less, but she died. That was all that mattered. And then she proceeded to cry for about a half an hour afterwards. I didn't know yep. what to do. She was completely inconsolable. <laughs> and all I could do, because I'm a horrible parent, was laugh. Because I was like, you. <laughs> and she, I, I had back to call my and... sister. Because my sister and I are big nostalgia movie watchers. And I'm like, do you remember June? She goes, oh, I love that movie. I'm like, yeah, we'll go talk to your niece. Because she's freaking out. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No. Um. All right. So the last one I actually, well, actually no, I take that back. I added this one right here at the end, uh, just because of something that Chris said that reminded me of it. Oh no. Um, and I never watched this as a kid. Mhm. But um, I'm even gonna include this. I'm gonna include this even for my boys because them going back and trying to watch it, they're just like, what were we thinking? Uh, Caillou. No. Hated by every yeah. parent ever. Nope. Loved by some small children, but they'll get a little bit older and they're just like, 
why did I watch this? And then, yes, exactly. Why did you watch this? Why did I allow you to watch this? It was forbidden in this house. There were two shows that were forbidden in our house, Caillou and SpongeBob SquarePants, because yeah. I couldn't listen to the voice. And Caillou, gotcha. I just couldn't. Ugh. With Caillou, I'm like, this kid needs it. I'm like, I'm not for pun, like physical punishment, but somebody needs to do something with this kid. <laughs> That little fucker. No, so those two shows the kids were not allowed to watch. Because I I couldn't do it. But yeah, yeah, Caillou was one of them. I could pretty much watch most kids' shows. I can't now. I have no patience for it anymore because I don't need to. Mm -hmm. But like Caillou and SpongeBob were banned from the hat. And I think the kids turned out fine. I don't. Yes, I'm sure they did. Uh, but yeah, when you you had mentioned something earlier, I, th- I was like, oh yeah, this is something that clearly at a certain age you just look back at it and go, no, <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be adulthood. Like it just literally ten year olds look at this and go, what were we thinking? Uh, <laughs> so, what, what's your last one, Ray? Um, so Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There was a lot of emotion when I was a kid on that show, and I and I picked up on a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Rewatching those scenes now, um, and, and knowing, uh, like knowing what Will Smith went through with his dad and stuff like that, uh, and then watching uh, the, some of those scenes with when he's talking about his uh, his dad, like why why don't he want me and all that kind of stuff. That was like, oh, that, that hurts even more now. Uh, and then the other the other thing too is there was a lot of um they it was a very progressive show like they they mm-hmm. touched on a lot of different things gun violence mm-hmm. uh, racism racism drugs like even classism classism even yeah. yeah they they touched on a lot and i i looking back i i really and i respect the show for for what it was yeah yeah um sean the two that we brought up were um uh ray just brought up uh fresh prince of bel-air and uh i brought up caillou because you don't even have to be an adult to watch caillou and be like like oh. even my 10 year old boys look at it and go what the hell were we thinking <laughs> good for them yes absolutely oh um, wait forever so real quick i mean we're, we've got a little time here uh, so there's a 31 movies that uh, understand a lot better once you rewatch them as adults and just kind of run through some of these uh, Coraline. I mean, I didn't watch it. I mean, I was an adult when that movie came out, the uh-huh. main, th- but they brought up the fact that it was like, you know, it was scary as a kid, but when you watch it as an adult, you look at it and this is how I looked at it. I was just like, my God, the level of detail in this, like I can only imagine what it took to, to make this movie. Um, Mulan uh, as a teenager, I understood the hype of Mulan, but then when I rewatched it, at age 20, Jesus, who wrote this? I was blown away, and you know, I'm just like, okay. They mentioned The Matrix, how you know when you first watch it as a kid. It's, and I kind of get this. I mean, of course, you know, there was a lot of people who were older at the time watching it and want to discuss it with you. It's just like, dude, that was a fantastic action movie, and they're just like, do you not understand the whole thing about about existence and what we are and what we could be and everything else? And it's just like having having friends that were a little bit older. I think. I already kind of got some of that, but I could definitely see, you know, teenagers watching the movie and just be like, no, this was a kick-ass action movie. It was like, no, dude, this was. That was us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought it was a, I really enjoyed the, the depth of the movie. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. and like, this is really cool. I like Anna Reeves. 
and that's why I think I don't like the other movies because the the depth is what I loved about it so much, and that kind of fell away and it just became kick ass kick ass action scenes. I'm just like, yeah. So yeah, I see. I hit that movie at the perfect time. Like, not only was it kick ass action scenes, I was in my first year of computer science oh, at university. Nice. Oh my god! Like. Going with my buddies that are also in computer science and all that's like, holy crap, this movie is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just kind of running through some of them here real quick. The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, yeah, I never saw that one. Sympathize with Nate and her friends. Uh, <laughs> B-movie? Seriously? Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. It was okay. a B-movie. good come down from Seinfeld. <laughs> Clerks. I, I like Clerks. I always say that. Yeah. Mary Poppins is on here for I think the same thing you were you were listening uh, listening uh, to uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, I could see how you know it, at you know you watch it as a kid, it's one thing. When you watch it as an adult, you're just like, oh wow, this was this was horrible. Poor, poor guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Gone with the Wind. Not really sure. Star Wars. And I'm like, God, the, whoever's written this, I don't I don't even know if I can talk <laughs> to them. As a kid, it was labeled boring and geeky. I wasn't me. But then when my best friend asked me to watch it, series, and now it's my favorite thing. I'm just like, okay, I, whatever. Yeah. Dirty Dancing's on the list. You know, yeah. Up's on the list. Um, Clueless. I wonder if the reason why Clueless shows up is just because who she ends up with. Yeah. And it's he's just like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. The Others. I haven't seen that one. 500 Days of Summer. This is a movie maybe I need to go back and watch as an adult because I remember there was so much hype about it and then I watched it and I did not care for it. And I thought, well, maybe it's just not me or maybe I'm missing something. I couldn't that's figure the one it out. It's cancer or something? No, that's 50-50. So 500 yeah. Summers with Jordan Gordon-Levitt and yeah. Zoe Deschanel and they date. Her name is Summer. And they oh. date for 500 days and then it's kind of goes oh. through their relationship and they wind up, spoiler, they wind up breaking up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not my cup of tea. It's fine. I don't. Uh. I remember watching 500 Days of Summer as a teenager. By the end of the movie, I was convinced that Summer was the worst character. But rewatching as an adult, it made me realize that Tom wasn't exactly the best person either. So I could see that. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's why they rewatched it. Who yeah. framed Roger Rapp? Yep, exactly. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is on here too. Grease. Oh, that's such. So oh man. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I yeah. Just that movie. <laughs> oh, you find out Chaining was 34. <laughs> the Truman yeah. Show. That was a good movie. That was I enjoyed movie. Truman I Show. Really yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matilda. My boys actually have rewatched that within the last few years, and I never really watched it when I was younger. You know, when it when it came out or whatever. But uh, yeah, just watching them, just like. My God, this poor girl. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, she's got a terrible parents. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's one that keeps coming up on list after list after list, and I never watched it, but I'm now I'm thinking I may have to watch it, and I'm almost afraid I'll tear up at it. A goofy movie. Oh, that's so good. I saw it, but it's been so long I don't remember. And everyone, the same, it's the same explanation over and over again. It's like when you become an adult, you. The parent, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I see that now. Yeah, the because, yeah, his dad just wants a connection with him. So yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, I think I got that as a kid though. Like yeah, yeah I, got I got that, that as, as a kid, kid too. too. It, it, 
the message hasn't changed. It's, no, it's, it's kind of they slap you in the face with it pretty good. Yeah, Cleveland's <laughs> in Seattle's on here. Pride and Prejudice number one. Who is a child watches Pride and Prejudice? Like, I think my, I think Deb did. Oh my god! It was okay. like one of her favorite movies. I, I watched Sense and Sensibility where I think when I was. Or maybe it was that. I don't know. Yeah, the Emma Thompson. Um, Emma Thompson Sense and Sensibility. Did. I didn't watch. I didn't watch Pride and Prejudice. I think till Kira Knightley made hers, and that was in like. Two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna paid me as a kid. <laughs> you have to like that stuff, and I really like English. For sure. So yeah. So. Um. Well, that is our show uh, for the month, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's kind of move on to our picks and pans. Would anyone like to go first? I'll go. All right, Sean. What is your pick and or pan? All right. I've got multiple. Pan, like I said, is Kevin Conroy passing away. Yeah. He was Batman. And he was 66. Yeah. Like, he's not that's old. crazy. Yeah. Um, they haven't released the details. And you know what? I don't... I don't want to know the details. Oh, doesn't matter. Um, I'm gonna say he saved several children from a oncoming car kind of thing. He he was a hero. Anyway, um, but the amount like my Facebook just blew up with it too. Like mm-hmm. the amount like he was like the equivalent of an animated god. Yes, it, it is crazy. Um, and all the tributes coming forward, it's just been. Amazing. Yeah, Sad, the first but... the first tribute I thought about, and of course it was one of the first ones I saw, was from Mark Hamill, and he's just like, yes, mm-hmm. that's the first one I saw. Yep, yep. Uh, or like even the the one that actually took me up was someone posted like a cartoon of the cartoon Joker holding mm-hmm. the cape and tearing up, Aww. like just holding the cowl, mm-hmm. like oh my god. Like it, that was my childhood. Literally just died. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, and then my picks, because I can cheer up. Like I'm, I'm human here. Uh, I got my Christmas tree up. Woo-hoo. So mm-hmm. yeah, kids decorated it. So it was awesome. And Monday is my 19th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm coming up on 20. Holy crap. I I've rounded that corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Um, real quick, just to add on to that, I got to meet him for just a, a couple of moments on, at the, mm. one of the conventions I went to this last summer. Unfortunately, he was not doing audio recordings at that event because yeah. otherwise I was going to pay to have him do an intro for the show because it's fucking Batman. Like, yeah. So going back to what you were saying, like when you have those conversations, who's your favorite or who's the best Batman or Joker or whatever, there's always a barrier that everyone comes across and is like, what are we talking about? Live action or are we talking about any? And as soon as you go any, then the conversation becomes, well, then he was probably the best Batman and Mark Hamill's the best Joker. And yeah. everyone else is either it they're either number one or number two for pretty much everyone I've ever talked yeah. to. So but yeah. Um I've got three picks real quick. Number one is a movie that I watched last night. Uh, it's absolutely free to watch. You just have to go to the Roku channel uh, website, and that is Yank or uh, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, I gotta see that. Yeah. I was a little. Uh, I was talking to my buddy side today. Uh, I was a little off-put by the fact that it's uh, a parody. It's not. I was like, I kind of really wanted to see like his life growing up. 
But then I thought about it and I was just like, no. That makes perfect. If it wasn't a parody, yeah. this would not be his story. And there's a part in the movie where something happens and it I don't want to say it turns everything on its head or whatever, but it, it happens and it's just like, this is genius. This is a fucking genius movie. And it's <laughs> it's hilarious. Um Lewis watched it, he loved it, and I was just like, all right, if Lou liked it, then I'll, I'll definitely like this one. Uh, but yeah, it's it's free. You just go to their site, and literally, if you watch it on their site, you can watch it without commercials or anything either. You literally just go to their site, click on it, and it starts. Um, so if you don't, and if you have a Roku, you can go to the Roku channel on the device and watch it there as well. So um, there's no reason not to go watch it. It is funny. There's a ton of cameos as well, and some of them are fantastic. Um, it, it, just to tag on to that one, if you didn't watch uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Weird Al were both interviewed. Um, I haven't got to watch it yet. I'm about to. And so they do discuss how the idea of the parody came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he also does say that there is there's some truthful parts in there. Oh, and yeah. Like one of his first um, or one of his uh, singles was recorded in the bathroom. I wouldn't doubt it. So. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it at all. Um, uh, my second pick is Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Um, it is a game that's come out on uh, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Um, it's not super expensive. The the base game is like forty bucks or whatever. Uh, there is cross play, so you can play you know with friends on any of the, the systems. It is not normally my type of game. It is a four v one game. So basically, you go in, you're either put on a team of four Ghostbusters, or you're you can also play with bots. That was one of the other nice things is they're like, well, if you don't want to play with other people, you could just technically play with you know with bots or whatever. Or occasionally you're thrown in the roles of playing the ghost. Um, I still don't care for playing the ghost. I still feel like it's work. Um, <laughs> it's just it's difficult. Maybe it's because I haven't found the right ghost because they do play differently. Um, but I'm level 71, level 72. I'm like, I am loving this game. And I never, like when I first heard, I was like, Oh, it's four V one. I don't know about this. And I love this game. It is so much fun. Um, my third and final pick for the evening is, uh, Hasbro released a couple of months ago. They were doing this thing called their selfie series. You download this, you download the Hasbro app it's right there. You click on it and it does a pseudo scan of your face. Like it, it's like look forward and then kind of look to the side and look to the side. And I think you look up and down and it puts a semi 3d rendering of your face together. Um, and whenever it comes out, it looked okay, but you get to pick from lots of their different properties. Now I, I do wish that there were more elaborate things in the property. So for example, if you pick uh, power Rangers, um, it's the red ranger or the pink ranger. So you have a male, female, and I'm just like, they're all the same bodies. Why you, we can't, we can't get blue and, and yellow. And that was a little odd for star Wars. I think it's the Mandalorian, um, a pilot, a stormtrooper, and then, um, princess Leia. And I'm just like, okay, it's one female, but I'll like Jedi. You didn't have Jedi listed there. So some of the picks are a little weird. Uh, but I got mine. I was like, no, I, I have to do this. So I got mine. I got it in the mail. If you're watching the video version, it'll be worth watching. If not, I'll be posting some of this stuff on my YouTube channel here. But uh, of course, I had to go with Ghostbuster. Um, there are some issues with it. Number one, they don't have glasses. And that's kind of a big thing for a lot of people. Like, that's kind of a defining feature of my face. Uh, number two, like, it's kind of shaded in. I'm going to put a little closer here. 
it is shaded in where my beard is, but it's not any kind of three-dimensional anything there. Uh, the other thing is, is they also don't have like a hat or anything, which I mean, like, that's a big thing for me, especially when I am dressed up like a Ghostbuster. Uh, so my pick is this. This is awesome. They're 60 or $70. So, I mean, so, but for a, a customized action figure, I think it's actually really cool. Um, but like uh, my boys, we looked at possibly doing it. One of my boys was thinking about trying to do the Mandalorian. One of them wanted to be Iron Man. So there are several. You can also do G.I. Joe, Marvel, so on and so forth. Um, but I have this. It's awesome. Um, before we started the show, I have already started working on ways to improve it. So literally I, the whole evening I've been playing with this. This is my first attempt at a hat. <laughs> so I will be redesigning that and 3D printing it. I have little glasses that I've 3D printed that's going to be coming out as well. And then uh, I'll be adding a beard to it. And I, I, this is something I've wanted ever since I was a kid. Like it's just <laughs> when they announced this, I was just like, I have to do this. And it is so freaking cool. Um, but yeah, like, and I have to say it does on the on the phone it looks okay but it does look like you can clearly look at this and go no that is that's you like i think once i kind of get the beard filled in though it'll be like oh no that is that's you that is totally you so um but yeah this is uh totally worth the money i think it's totally worth the money i hope i hope it does really well i hope they keep going and i hope they expand uh, honestly, my partner at work, the only reason he didn't do one is because he's like, I really want a Jedi. He's like, if they offer a Jedi, like done and done, like take my money. So <laughs> yeah, like I was like, oh, I have a pilot, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so if you get a chance to, you know, if you're into action figures and you've always wanted one of yourself and one of these, you know, GI Joe or Power Rangers or Ghostbusters or, or, you know, whatever, uh, Marvel, Star Wars, if one of those speaks to you, do it it's awesome it's totally worth it it's just it's you're opening an action figure with you in it so it's just kind of cool so uh ray uh pick your pan uh pick number one is uh sean looks like he's losing it by looking outside i don't know what's going on uh, it's snowing pretty good <laughs> oh okay so, yeah that's what i was like oh. <laughs> i thought it was fuzz in the windows but yeah there's actually snow you can't really see it in the, the yeah. video but Nice. Uh, in my, Canada, eh? I know, right? <laughs> it always snows. <laughs> uh, so Quinn and I are going to go see Black Panther tomorrow. So nice. I'm excited. Uh, um, we're going next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Black yeah. Adam tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Please yeah. tell me how that is, because I haven't seen it yet, and I'd like I'd like a personal opinion. Yeah, Willie and I are going that tomorrow, but the whole family is going to Black Panther too tomorrow or okay. next weekend. Yeah, so yeah, it's just gonna be Quinn and I. Uh, I couldn't talk Chris and uh, Logan into going. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's playing in town, so Quinn and I will just pop over and watch it. And, yeah. I miss that. I miss in town. Fuck. I have to go to another town. It's you. <laughs> uh, Chris. Um. So I have two. So it's kind of like a slash pin depending on how i talk about it uh love is blind season three uh <laughs> is on netflix and i've watched the whole i don't watch a lot of reality television and so this is sort of this a, is a train wreck you can't you can't look away <laughs> it's the most bizarre concept i get i get anyway it doesn't matter so they had the reunion and it was just oh so dramatic which was the whole point of it all but it just makes you <coughs> starting to get to the point where it's like 
if they're going to keep doing this show, they need to have professional therapists on hand. They need to have professional people who are helping these people deal with their issues because now what's coming out in these re in the reunion now is that one of the ladies is accusing her ex-fiance of basically mental and emotional abuse Ooh. and, and he's, he's like he's so in the show he's breaking down like i if that's what i've done to you like I'm i am so, so sorry. sorry and like i can't believe like you guys freaking hate me and there's and they're like oh no we don't hate you it's, anyway it's a big what mess the fuck are you talking about yeah and it's a big mess it's a lot of drama everybody's got a lot of opinions about it but if they are going to continue with it which they probably will they need to have professionals on yeah. staff who are dealing with these sorts of things yeah. mm -hmm. um so that's sort of the pan part but it's just bizarre that you would get engaged to somebody after nine days of talking through to them through a wall they're like, you don't get it. You don't understand how intense it is. I'm like, I've been to summer camp. I know how intense shit gets. <laughs> somebody after nine days through a wall and you've never seen them. That doesn't, that's not a thing. Anyway, uh, and two couples got married. Spoiler alert. Uh, and then one couple gets together. They didn't say yes at the altar, but then now they're, they're still dating. They're dating. So it's actually really cute. Uh, and then my pick is my office downstairs. My office slash just room um, is almost... Not almost done, but it's it's done enough that I really really like it. And nice guys after, but yeah, I'm yeah. super super happy. With, I just sit down there. It pisses off the dog because he doesn't like coming downstairs, so he just sits at the top of the stairs and whines. And <laughs> but yeah, I really like being down there, and it's fun because it's kind of like I'm start I'm finding my kind of style that I like, and I kind of like went full tilt on it, really unapologetically and. Kind of proud of myself for that. Nice. Really That's cool. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have some. Um, uh, it's probably not gonna happen over Christmas because it's gonna be quite a bit of stuff. But um, uh, while playing this new uh, this new game, I bought an Xbox um, Series S, and my Xbox One S is sitting right here that Nicholas has been playing on. So he's been spending a lot of time in Daddy's office. <laughs> playing games and christy came in the other day and goes what are they doing in your office i'm like well he's playing games she goes no he's not even on the xbox he's just like laying on the floor with his ipad and i'm like i think the boy is getting to the stage where he wants his own space so i think our guest room is probably going to be converted this coming summer yeah. so uh which is kind of the plan i thought anyway the boys will be going into sixth grade and i was like that's about the age they're going to want their own rooms. They're still going to want to play together and yeah. hang out and stuff, but they're going to want their own space. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, um, yeah. After talking with, uh, with, uh, Lewis and, and my partner at work and they're just like, Oh, you should do the game pass thing. And I'm just like, okay. And then I found out everything that comes with it. And I'm just like, yes, I should do this. Like, so, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah trying to play game. Like, I, I'm not going to go all into it, but I'm just like, if you're just doing, if you're just doing Xbox live and you're not doing game pass, you're an idiot. You're throwing, yeah. you're just literally leaving money out there. So, yeah. um, but anyway, Ooh, someone's going to have to join us in wildlands there, right? Wildlands and also Diablo four when it comes out. Oh, yo, oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> that may happen. So, uh, the sad thing is, is the other day I tried playing, uh, the first game I tried to play with the boys was, um, uh, Minecraft Dungeons and on my local network through just trying to talk from one Xbox to another, it would not work. And I looked it up and people were like, yeah, there's some 
broken code with the game. And I'm just like, it's a Microsoft game on a Microsoft console. What do you mean? Like that's been is... out forever. Yes. I'm <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense. Like apparently it, they fixed it and it goes for a while and then it breaks again. And I'm just like, whatever. So I'm looking at other stuff. <laughs> I was actually telling the boys, I'm like, well, we might be able to play this multiplayer. If not, we might, we could all just get on one console and play. I was like, there's an older game. I might want y'all to play called castle crashers. I think y'all will enjoy the humor. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see. Um, but yes, I'm having a good, good time playing games with the boys. So, uh, well, that's our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google Stitcher, wherever you listen to the show, you can also find us on YouTube. Um, it's just, you know, the recordings of the show, uh, but you know, some people prefer to watch stuff on YouTube. So, which, you know, that's cool. Um, you can find us at epically geeky. You can also find us on all of the, uh, social media at epically geeky as well. Um, and then you can find our other shows as well, including the marginally geeky, sustainably geeky and creatively geeky shows. Where can we find you online, right? Fixing Wikipedia and, uh, from Sean, uh, and the relics and Yeti on Instagram. Chris. Um, all the shows that you mentioned and on Instagram at Moody Midlife. Sean. I don't know why I even screw with Wikipedia anymore between Ray and my daughter fixing this stuff. (laughs) If you Santa Claus isn't from the South Pole, gotta stop putting that on there. Actually, I've been putting on Neptune now, like (laughs) Neptunians and stuff like that, and people buy it. They're idiots. Anyway, yeah. So screwing with Wikipedia and your favorite broken toy, spelled the Canadian way, on um, what's that thing called now? Instagram. Thank you very much. Yes. Hey, why the hell do I keep getting owl videos on Instagram? I don't even look at owls. My feed is full of fucking owls. I don't. Watch one video. You watched one or watched I, a second of it. I don't watch owl. I never have. I'm more into um, oh, the little fuzzball <laughs> things with the spikes. Hedgehogs. I'm okay. a hedgehog fan, yet I get nothing but freaking owl videos. I'll start sending you some 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 hedgehog ones then. Okay, cool. yeah, I'll I'll be on the lookout for that. So, mm. uh, and as always, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 